0: Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And I think we are. Okay, good evening. Today is... I don't know what today is. Maybe today is the 17th or something like this. Um, Let's look closely. Yeah, it is Wednesday, the 17th, January. Um, This is the Angels of the Politics broadcast. I am your... I can't say host but i guess i am the spiritual conduit i am your medium i am your intermediary known as the white-collar goon for today we have a very important topic to discuss at hand um we are really discussing the rise and the fall of sexual politics okay and um i will go into this further as we um, as we progress in this podcast. <clears throat> I would like to start off by saying, and this is to that person in uh, with uh, to whom this may concern, uh, because this is a very emotional, this is a very vulnerable, this is a very serious, topic at hand that we must get you know that we must spend time um discussing and having this dialogue for those who are listening and it may not be many it may be only one person i would love to hear your feedback on this topic because um not just for me. Of course, I'm going to be looking for answers. I'm going to be needing a lot of answers, uh, just because I'm a bit lost somewhat. Um, but more so to help the, the globe, the universe, there are a lot of people who could be just tuning in or maybe later on down the road, um, years, years in the future, somebody might listen and say, Hey, thank you for that. Um, cause due to my, Rise and my pitfalls and my uh, failures, so to speak, could be the learning curve for the next man or the next woman. So that's what um, hopefully you can just offer your sentiments and be candid and be honest uh, with me. Uh, Yeah, so hopefully that, that that comes into play. So today before i get to today <laughs> i gotta preface this uh adequately so um a few maybe a podcast before this or um a few days ago i spoke about just the feeling of having uh in an, uh, an affinity towards someone or being in like <laughs> with somebody you know i can't say in love because uh Love isn't something that you would just come across or just stumble upon. I think it takes, you know, a prolonged uh, process and there's a lot of elements that go into uh, that foundation that we call, you know, constructing or building upon that magical word of love. But um, as far as just liking somebody, crushing on somebody, you're just, you know, you're keen, you, you, you fancy an individual. And uh, I spoke about this uh, maybe last week, last Friday or something like this. And that was about a particular person, a particular woman who um, I had. Ran into or I had come across at my current place of work and. um You know, we just had small talk, small conversation, uh, very much what they call, you know, just chit chat, you know, what they call chatting shit, uh, what they call. Yeah. In every sense of the word, small talk, no pressing questions no personal questions and when i mean personal like tell me about your family what is your second name or your surname what tell me where you were born what is it that you uh you know uh who do you date uh, are you married these are like personal questions do you have children these are personal questions what are your, what are your parents names like these are personal questions so n- n- nothing like that just very surface level um, conversations were had. And we'll go into this further. Are we there? Are we on? I think we are. Okay, so this is the White Collar Goon. And of course, this is the Angels in Politics broadcast. So I wanna follow up with the story. So we were having the person of interest, of course, and i'm pertaining this lesson in this conversation to the globe to the universe so i definitely need your assistance so <clears throat> i mentioned how last week i was really keen on this person who i met uh, this individual that uh, came into my place of work i work at the gym um, we were having small talk of course nothing too personal Um. And uh, let's go to Friday. So last Friday, um, we spoke um, in, in passing and I remember, I just remember feeling really good. I remember feeling really good about just seeing this person. Uh, I, I found her immensely attractive. I found her very beautiful. I felt <laughs> uh, inspired whilst... Uh, Thinking about her, you know, whenever she was around, of course, I had to, you know, deal with uh, uh, other clients and guests at the YMCA and, you know, help help people and in their, you know, regard as far as, you know, their health and fitness and and things of that nature. But um, this person, um, you know, whenever I saw her, I was just happy. You know, I, I just I just thought she was really dope. But of course, I didn't know. I didn't let her know all of this, you know, I kind of, you know, keep it, you know, together, play it cool. Um, You know, whenever she would leave, I would say, hey, take care, you know, see you next time. These types of things. Right. Um, But of course, over the weekend, you know, I thought about her and I was happy and and I wanted to find a a way or creative way to express this to her. so let's let's get into the meat or or the content of, of what really went down um so last week um after you know meeting this person and finding out what her name was um i went on instagram and this is something that i'm relatively new to but i i found her in the search bar you know she told me about her workplace and so i found her her job online and She told me what she did um, or her, you know, where 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 specifically she was at this job, because it's a chain that she works for. And um, I saw her in a picture and uh, her profile was private. So I just requested her. And uh, that was that didn't didn't get approved. I I didn't. uh, She didn't approve my request, but I definitely from my standpoint requested her. I didn't uh, let her know prior to. Um, our conversation face to face. That uh, I was going to look for her on social media or on Instagram specifically. Um, so that, nor nor is my personal Instagram uh, have my name on it. It says Angels in Politics. So um, maybe she she could have just looked into my page and saw that this was this person who she saw at. The gym that she went to work out at and she maybe didn't, you know, want to have that, that that connection online or, or something like this. Um, but trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the, the the true content. So today I am at my job and um, well, let's back up. Yesterday I saw her and uh, when she came when she came in, I'm sitting at my desk and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about her. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm, I want to do something to, like I say, creatively express, you know, my like to her other than of course, being straightforward at my job. I know you have to be professional, so I wasn't going to go up to her at my job and say, Hey, I really like you or, or maybe I could have, or or maybe I could have said, Hey, do you want to go out? But I never did anything like this. Never made any direct, uh, Uh, move to where never shot my shot as they say didn't ask for a phone number didn't ask for an address didn't do anything like this um but she walks in yesterday and my face lights up are we on are we on are we okay so this is part three of sexual politics the episode. Of course, I am the white-collar goon, your spiritual host and intermediary. And this is the Angels in Politics broadcast. All right. So yesterday, the woman of my dreams, the woman who I felt like was placed on this earth for me, of course. This is an exaggeration. This is a bit of uh, an embellishment. Of course, this is me just um, <laughs> sizing up this woman because I thought she was dope and I still do, of course. Um, But I wanted, I wanted to, to, I wanted to think that, you know, I could, you know, maybe see if this friendship, even though it was strictly professional uh, and it wasn't much of a friendship, it was small talk at the gym, but I wanted to progress and I wanted to learn more about this person. I was keen to say the least, and I was intrigued by her. Um, So. She comes into the to the gym. I light up. And when I see her, I say, hey, uh, I've I've been looking for you. Is, is or? Yeah. I say, hey, I've been I've been looking for you. It's good to see you. And she smiles and she says uh something along the lines of oh, it's good to be here. Um, Right. And I said, all right. You know, and um she takes off her, her coat and she's putting it. She puts it on a rack and. um you know, I, I wanna of course, you know, I I, I really was being honest because there were a few days had passed since I saw her last, which was maybe last Friday, and over the weekend, um I called her I called the job that she works that she currently works because they have this um they were having this special seminar. And I saw it online. It was a free seminar. So I called to see if I was able to attend. And the representative at her place t- said, oh, yeah, we'll let you know if you can. And I told her, hey, I'm, I'm a representative of this job. I work at the YMCA. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I would like to uh, see if I could, uh, you know, attend this nutrition seminar. And uh, they, they called back 10 minutes later and say, no, I'm sorry. This is only for, you know, our, our members. So you can't come. And that was that. So uh, fast forward, I see this uh, desired person yesterday and I tell her this, you know, after, of course, my face lights up and I smile and, and I've already stated that it's great to see you and I've been looking for you. Right. So, um, yeah, I let her know. I was like, yeah, I called your job over the weekend and, you know, I was trying to get into the seminar, but they told me I couldn't come. So it was no good. I I wanted to say Hey, I I know I know one of your, you know, members there, or I know one of uh the people that work there, uh, but I didn't, so I just took it as that. And uh she she laughed it off and was like, Yeah, yeah, it's it's only for our members, so that's that's that. And I said, Okay, cool. So she went off to work out and that was that. You know, that that's that was all what was said about that conversation. So I'm doing my Duties of my job: uh, dealing with the customer clientele, the guest. Um, I'm vacuuming. I'm wiping things down. I'm cleaning up. Um, just, just doing my thing. And um, I will say, an hour passes, or a little less than an hour passes. And before she leaves, um, I, I see her, and while she's getting her coat, I walk over and I say, Hey, you know, so what? when do you when are you at this you know place you know i know they have cuz i knew they have like a free session that that you can take um i didn't mention to her that i know that they have you know if you sign up online you can have a free session but i was like hey so you know when when are you when are you at the job and she said oh i'm i'm you know i'm i'm pretty random or she said it's i'm there randomly so um, there was no set schedule and when she said that she said i i got to go cuz i got to be there now and She darted out the door and this is where we are today and today is where it went down. Okay, today is where it all went down and I want to save that for part four, part five and possibly part six uh, for you. Are we on are we popping are we all right so that brings me today that brings me to today all right so to recap woman of my dream drops into my workplace i would say a week ago we have small chit chat small talk very broad uh conversation where do you work what is your name uh how is the How was the fitness gym at this place? Okay, cool. That type of thing. Um, I add her, or I request her because I was not accepted on this request, but I found her on Instagram. I attempt to request her and I called her workplace over the weekend to see about making or being able to sit in on a health and wellness seminar because that is the current job that I work at. I am a uh, coordinator or a, mm, I will say an assistant for health and wellness at a gym here. So that is where we are. And here we are today. So I'm, doing my thing. I'm just dusting and I'm cleaning and I'm probably looking at the clock and it's 5 minutes left on my shift and my boss comes in and she walks in and she says, "Hey, Gabe, before you leave, do you mind coming into our office and meeting with the director or the head person at our YMCA?" And I said, "Wow. Okay. I see the head of the YMCA uh, often, you know, she comes in and she says hi, but I've never had to go to her office, never had to speak to her. So when I heard this today, I was a bit taken aback, you know, because I was like, hmm, I mean, I wonder what this is about completely, completely 100, I mean, a thousand percent oblivious to whatever this could be. So. Um, I say, sure. So, of course, you know how when that when whenever your boss comes and says we need to talk after, you know, after work, you probably are going to be into something serious or it could be something very good. All right. So I finish up what I was doing and I walk into the office and I sit down and I see my director and then I see the, the the boss lady and, you know, I'm sitting down in the chair and of course, they start off like, you know, like most people do before they are you're know, going to drop a severe blow to you. They they they, they hit you with the compliments or, or flattery, a form of flattery. So, you know, thank you for your dedication. And we want to thank you for, you know, your punctuality and and, you know, just, you know, the fact that you're here on time and that you assist with others and, and you work so well amongst the team and that in the third. And, and and I say, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So then they asked me, um, we have had a complaint from a guest as of recent. And do you think you could explain uh, to us something that was out of the ordinary or something peculiar over the, you know, let's say past two weeks? And I said something that I've experienced. And she said, uh, yeah, and I said, hmm, like in the in the gym. And she was like, uh, or maybe outside of the gym. And I said, hmm, like, uh, do you think uh, like in the parking lot or something? And she said, no, you know, and then she says, OK, so, you know, we got to keep this person confidential. Um, but there was a member who felt the need to come and speak with me. Um, and when she said me, this was the director speaking, the director of the whole you know, establishment said that there was a person that came in to speak with her because she felt uncomfortable with my uh I guess advances and I said really and she said yeah i guess she figured that you know she you you uh called her job and uh you you know i guess attempted to request her on uh, social media And she feels very uncomfortable with that so uncomfortable that she wanted to speak to us about this and uh, I will go into this in the next part. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Okay. So to piggyback off of where I left, I'm in the office. Like I'm in the office, boys and girls, sitting in a chair and I am in front of two of my one, my direct boss and then her boss. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that the door closed. I mean, like straight up, like I had no idea what I was being brought in for. And I am sitting here having my director tell me that the person whom I was that i liked man i mean this is this is this is how deep it is this is how real it is i just like this girl like i i didn't i had no i'm talking like if you would have asked me when i woke up this morning that this was going to happen i could have. if you would have bet me a million dollars 100 million dollars i'm talking a billion dollars that this would have been like the result of you know you having an affinity towards this person and liking this girl and this woman I'm sorry and uh you know ha- having having this type of you know feeling for her but i mean clearly it wasn't you know reciprocal or or it wasn't a mutual feeling uh by by any means but whenever they were detailing what she said you know and, and what and what they said the woman said was you know the first time she came in the service was splendid uh very professional stellar um the very first time i met her i I really didn't say anything until she left and i just said have a great have a great day um the second time i saw her we had you know the small talk about the gym Um, she introduced herself well excuse me i asked her what her name was before she left she introduced herself shook hands uh she extended her hand. I didn't touch her. I didn't reach out to to do anything like that, but she extended her hand, shook it, and that was that and um the third time I saw her was that you know friday or or it was yeah this the third time that I saw her was you know I was earlier this week when I told her that I called her uh place of work on over the weekend to see about the seminar so here we are today and Yesterday, this woman has uh, come come forth and expressed that I made her uncomfortable. Uh, My initial her initial words were that you know everything was great, everything was professional, and I guess as time progressed, along with me attempting to request her on social media, and maybe with that phone call to the job looking to attend a nutrition seminar with me openly expressing this to her this wasn't in secret this wasn't in you know confidence this wasn't i wasn't uh, being uh uber discreet about it because when i saw her i told her hey you know i was looking for you you know it's good to see you you know i called to see about the whoop de whoop and she smiled and you know talked about it but I I did feel some kind of uneasiness when I asked her before she left yesterday, before she was leaving about her job, and she said, you know, her hours are random, and I felt that was kind of a of just a way of getting out of the conversation, and and I and I felt that, you know, hey, you know, I gotta go, don't want to talk, you know, that type of thing, because if you you know if you if you work at a place, then you're not necessarily just walking in whenever you want to, but I, I get it, that means she just don't want to answer my question, but um. I had completely no idea that she felt that way. Like I I didn't know I was pushing the envelope in that regard. And, you know, my boss there, both of them are women and, you know, they were very nice about it. I didn't get fired out. I, I wasn't on the chopping block, but they essentially, not essentially for, for sure. They told me like, this can't happen again. You know, like, you know, perception is reality. And if she, This woman perceived that you were coming on too strong or those, you know, that small talk and that request was enough to make her feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable enough to talk to my boss about this. Then that's what it is. And I have to accept that and I have to understand that. And this is where I am lost, boys and girls. This is where I am lost, and this is where I need your help. This is where the breakdown is, and I will go further into this topic in the next episode. Are we on? Are we on? Okay. All right, so that was part one through five of the sexual politics, and that was really just the introductory phase. That was the content That was the meat of the situation. Um, That was pretty much everything that happened up to this afternoon. Okay. And now is where I want to go into the next phase. And this is where I need your help. And this is where I want to express just how I felt, you know. And um, this is the truth. And this is just, you know, uh, as open as I can be. When I was hearing this and I was sitting down at the chair, I I felt a wave of just like a crashing <laughs> a crashing like a wave like hitting me like over the head. It felt like I was surfing and I was just like taken out under this like riptide or this current and I couldn't get from under the water. I was I felt engulfed, right? And and really it hurt. You know, like it really hurt. Like I don't know this person from a candle paint, you know, like, like I said, I, I'm infatuated by this woman. I think she looks incredible whenever, you know, m- and my, my boss was, was cool. She was like, listen, like I I knew about the, uh, the, the fitness seminar. She personally wanted to go as well. She, she inquired about it too. So she was like, listen, I, I understand. You wanted to go to the fitness seminar, blah, blah blah. And you know, it was members only, and you may not have had, you know, ulterior motives and you know it didn't sound like you were you know, being over the top, there was never, she, and she never mentioned that. So I'm glad that she didn't uh, fabricate any stories. I mean, she was just expressing everything from, from her point of view. But like, you know, my boss realized I, I didn't ask for her phone number. or I, I wasn't inquiring on her status. Like, are you single? Are you dating? None, none of these things ever happened. There was no physical contact other than a shaking hand. So, you know, that that was you know the basis of everything but to be truthful you know it just still hurt me it it, it hurt just to know that you know you could like somebody and <laughs> you know, I'm all with you know, shooting my shot. I'm all with being direct. I mean this is my whole MO. If you if you listen to the White Collar Goon or if you look at my content on the whitecollargoon.wordpress.com Goon dot WordPress dot com or if you follow, you know, the vignettes or vignettes from an artist, vignettes from a hero, angels in politics on YouTube, anything like that is 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 me being open, it's me being myself. And I get it. Like let me say that. I get it that Everybody isn't going to like you or just because you are particular about the person with whom you find um, attractive or whom you want to choose to court or choose to get to know. That doesn't mean that that person is going to have those same feelings about you. And I get that. I mean, I learned that early on. I've been shot down. I've been played out. I've been run over. I've been straight up dissed. Played all of that, you know, all my life, and I, and I get it, but what really hurt, what what truly hurt, is that like, I really liked this person or wanted to get to know this person, and I don't feel that I even shot my shot, so to speak. Like that's the that's the interesting part about the sexual politics, and and the the caveat of this whole story is that you know this woman expressing her uncomfortable sense or her uncomfortable nature with this whole uh this whole procedure this whole uh, week and a half long you know engagement with you know small talk that made her uncomfortable but me knowing myself i was holding back from being myself, like if that makes sense, like I was talking to her, but I never like asked her out, and I wanted to, and and that was the plan. The sad part, the the true story was like I had a plan. I had a plan on asking this woman out for dinner. I had a plan on you know, you know, trying to pick her up and and do something romantic. Guys, honest truth, and when she came into my gym the 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 day before yesterday or yesterday. I was online looking at a florist that was close by her job because I wanted to send this person flowers. I wanted to do something romantic. And before it even happened, I am considered a creep. Are we there yet? Are we on? I think we are. Okay, this is the White Collar Gun, and of course is the Angels in Politics broadcast. You know, it it, it hurt. You know, it hurt hearing that it hurt knowing that your intentions were pure. Like I I didn't I wasn't objectifying this person. Uh, I didn't make note of anything physical on this person. I didn't even even mentally, even when I was at home, you know, even whenever I was thinking about this person, it wasn't it wasn't from a. uh, it wasn't from a negative or from a pejorative standpoint. It wasn't uh, f- from a purely um, lustful standpoint. It wasn't like that at all. i really, like, I'm thinking to myself, man, maybe this is a person that God put in my life, right? <laughs> maybe, 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 like, I've been out of the game for such a long time because I've been looking for a woman of quality, and here comes this woman who's well-spoken, who's smart, who's athletic, who's intelligent, Who's, you know, physically uh, fit and spiritually sound. I mean, of course, I'm just saying all this with with only knowing her for the small moments we've had conversation and from her from um, my perception and from what I gauged, I never felt that she was like that disgusted with me or that put off by me or felt that my. Um, decorum or my mannerisms were undignified in any such way. So whenever I'm, I'm hearing from a third party, like, yeah, Gabe, she's uncomfortable. Like she was uncomfortable. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it really blew me. And, and I, I felt so convoluted. I, I felt so torn because the plan that was my plan. Like she she kind of. She was smart and, and I think she was right, you know, like I was, you know, I, I felt like when I was driving home, like what could I what could I have done? What could I have done differently, because what I wanted to do was ask her out on a proper date. What I wanted to do was ask her out for coffee or I wanted to present her with flowers. I wanted to write her some a, a poem, you know, I, I wanted her to be my muse and use her her energy to supplement my creative endeavors but it never even got to that point like it never even got to any of things these things there was no poetry there was no poem there was no vignette about this woman there was no there was no flowers sent to her workplace you know there was no love letter that i was going to put into the flower i had planned a lot because i was just you know smitten by this person And to hear that this person goes to your boss's boss to condemn your quote unquote advances when you know as a person that you didn't even kick into gear what they call advances. I am at a loss, boys and girls. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. People who know me, people who know me and let me repeat, people who know me know that I can be pretty, pretty much full on. You know, I can walk up to a woman, you know, look into her eyes face first and say whatever's on my mind and. You know, without the liquid courage. You know, without being on something, without being, uh, without being one o'clock at a, at a club or outside of a club. Like, nah, man, I could, I could do this daytime, afternoon, in the mall, in the store, whatever, whatever. But I didn't with this person. I mean, I, I try to play it the best way and the most professional way that I knew how. Only time I spoke with this person was in, in a public setting around people. And even with that, she was uncomfortable like uncomfortable, like I'm a creep, like i'm a lurch, like i'm a dog, like I'm a scarecrow like i'm a i'm i'm a <laughs> I'm a vile, undignified human being and in all actuality, I just liked her in all actuality, I was just feeling her in all actuality. I had no idea that I was going to take this L like this and it hurts. <laughs> it hurts, man. Like it, it does. Are we there yet? Are we there? I think so. Okay. So this is going to going to conclude this series um, for sexual politics. What I mean by that is politics is, human interaction, anytime that you as an individual engage with another individual, whether it's passing by, whether it's to stop, to ask for directions, whether you're on a, a train subway, whether you are at your job workplace, whether you are at school, whether you are walking down the street, any time you are engaging with another physical human being, that is politics. That is politics. You add sexual politics because you are dealing with the opposite sex. The reason why you find whether it's the military, whether you find is the school system, whether you find it it is uh, um, jobs, religion. The reason why they have, you know, nuns and monasteries and they have monks and they have, you know, a female boot camp or a women's boot camp and then a male boot camp or you have a man's uh, locker room and a woman's locker room. The reason why you split up the sex is because of sexual politics. It's because of the sexual uh, or not just sexual. It's just because of the human aspect or the human interaction that we have amongst people. Once you add the opposite sex into the interactions, inevitable things take place inevitable. And the reason why they are uncontrollable is because you have the opposite sex. So there's anywhere you go, l- literally anywhere you go, whether you are at the grocery store or playing sports, or like I said, on public transportation or anything, if you are a woman and you see a man or you're around men, there going to be, there's going to be energy. There's going to be, um, uh, um, there's going to be tension sexually. There's going to be a conversation. There may be a, a physical touching, I mean, and not touching in a, in, a, in, a, in a sexual way, but it is sexual by the fact that it is the opposite sex, whether it's a, a, a pat on the shoulder or whether it's a shake on the hand. Um, it, they, they may not always happen, but even with the conversation, the discourse, there's always, always, and let me repeat, always sexual politics and everything that you do whenever you place yourself or put yourself in the realm, the vicinity of the opposite sex. So I understand even though I don't, but I do understand why there's always been a vehement and distinctive and a direct link to always splitting up boys, girls, boys, girls, men, women, men, women, boys, girls, because if we were all thrown in together, If we were always throwing it together, there's going to be a lot that goes on. There's a lot of confusion that goes on. There's a lot of passion that goes on. There's a lot of emotions that are aroused. Women probably can focus on different things whenever there aren't men around. I mean, I taught at an all-girls institution, okay? And I could just tell by sitting in a room full of seventh grade young girls, whether they're 12, 13, 14, their behavior would be Completely different if there was other boys there that were eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, right? Um, if you go to an all boys institution, if whether you're, you're at a boot camp or whether you're at a football training camp or basketball training camp, and it's all guys, yeah, man, we're all you know laughing, joking, taking the piss, you know, just 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 hanging out, chatting shit. But as soon as women come around, whether it's one, two, whether it's ten, whether it's twenty, behavior exceedingly. I'm talking increasingly I'm talking significantly changes because of the fact of sexual politics. And, you know, it's very interesting how it just, you know, not much changes. You know, you you see children that are very able, very much able to hang out with boys and girls whenever they're toddlers. But even when it gets to around seven or eight, they like to. Split themselves up and divide themselves until like, you know, because when they get nine, 10, they are aware that boys are, you know, hang out with boys and there's girls with girls because they like each other. And, you know, I had to learn these things and uh, I I want to get your feedback on this topic and what I should have done differently and what I should do in the future. Help me.